everyone. Welcome to today's episode of Metamorphosis with Toby. Today we will be touching on a topic, uh, we'll be touching on the topic uh, understanding adversity, just as our last episode uh, prompted us to watch out for for subsequent episodes on different areas of adversity. And so today we will be touching briefly on what adversity really is. And so today I have with me, I won't be talking alone, I have with me two beautiful ladies. Um, I'm so glad they are here. So uh, to, to converse, to enlighten us, to just talk to us and on this particular topic. And so the first person I have with me is a clinical psychologist in training, uh, a mental health advocate, a passionate volunteer in providing leadership education to high school students in Nigeria. And her name is Ade Damilola Ogun. Thank you so much, Damilola, for for obliging. Thank you for for coming. Thank you for your time. Okay, so the, I also have another beautiful lady who is a business enthusiast, a singer, and a psychologist in training as well. She is Akiemi Olamide Abimbola. Thank you so much, Olamide, for... Yeah, thank you for having me. Okay, so today we want to talk about adversity. And our previous episode, I quickly touched on what adversity could mean. For me, I said it could be stress. It could be, it could be the, it could be as a result of um, losing someone. It could be just anything from our day-to-day activity that is overwhelming. That what that that's for me is what I see as adversity, something overwhelming. And so today, I would like to start by asking if you could describe a situation in which you had to overcome adversity, that is, if you've had any like that. Uh, Adida Milola, I would like to have you first. All right, so thank you for having me. Anyway, so I wouldn't say um, it's adversity as it were, but it was um, a challenge for me. So sometime in 2019, I I decided, okay, I want to pursue my graduate program outside um, Nigeria. So, and then in doing that, we have to write a lot of exams. Yeah. So I started preparing for the exams. So it was GRE, actually. I was preparing to write GRE. And then I also applied for a master's degree here in UI in Nigeria. Okay. So I was I was combining both. I was trying to prepare for GRE and then um you know writing my master's um pursuing my master's degree and I was also working at that time. So when I wrote the exam, I didn't pass. I think I I had I didn't pass it. So I was like, okay, maybe because I had a lot of things to do. So I accepted that and said, okay, in the next 3 months I'll try again. And then I wrote, um, I went for lessons, I paid for lessons, you know, all of that to prepare again. And then I wrote it again. And then I still did not pass it again. And it was at that point, I I wasn't happy, but I was like, okay, damn, you can, you know, we can still, um, we can still, we can still continue with this because I was, I really wanted to, you know, um, just pursue my graduate degree outside Nigeria. So then the pandemic came and I'm like, oh, great. This is a very good opportunity for me to, you know, study well. Then I gave myself six months again. And then I wrote the exam again. And I still did not, <laughs> I still did not uh, meet up to what I actually wanted to get. So at that point, it became an issue for me because I felt I had put in a lot of effort, I put in money, I put in a lot of things, and it was as though it wasn't yielding anything. And my dreams and what, what I wanted to do was, you know, looking very blunt. And thankfully, 
I mean, after writing that third exam, was when I came out of the place, I had already started crying because I was like, so where am I going from here? What am I going to do since this is very important and there's no way I can, I can, I can apply to schools without having a good um, GRE score and all of that. And for like a week, I wasn't feeling so good. But then thankfully, one thing that actually helped me was my support system. You know, my parents and you know, my family, people around me, my fiance, so everybody was just around me. So it wasn't as though anybody was telling me, oh, you've wasted enough money. There's no need for you to, you know, move, um, to continue that, just pursue something else, if you get what I'm trying to say. So at that point, I just felt that if other people around me are this supportive of me and, you know, they believe in me, then what's the, um, like, what, what then is the issue? If you get what I'm trying to say. So eventually I just, I picked up, I started checking for schools and then I found out that most schools did not even need GRE for last year, thankfully. So at that point, I decided to now apply. And then of course, I've gotten acceptances and rejections, but you know, it was because I was able to, you know, come out, come out of that place of that place of you know sadness and feeling like I I wasn't good enough yeah. to pass the exam because I know of a lot of my friends that wrote it just once some are 320 310s and I'm like is there anything wrong That's with my head or something right. like that yeah. <laughs> so so I mean it thankfully that last year was just it was just good that you know they waived GRE at that point in time and it really helped me and the support system I had so basically all right thank you so one one very important point from yours uh, from your narration is the support system but we, we would we will get back to that soon thank you thank you for that uh how about you Olamide has there been any situation where you had to overcome any form of adversity Mm, yeah. Um, first of all, thank you very much for having me here, firstly. Um, so, yeah, talking about overcoming adversity, I can say I've had quite a couple of times that I had to chest adversity. Adversity. Chest, like, yeah, so, <laughs> I tell you. Um, so, um, the last one, the most recent one was... I had to deal with staying back in school while my level mates had gone for service due to a mistake that didn't come from me that um, came from my department, of course, and it was just because of a course, just a particular course. So um, while I was still going to meet my my lecturers and my teachers in school and all of that, to solicit for help because I, I I felt like they could do whatever they could do anything to help if they wanted to I felt like it was within their past so they should be able to help until I got delayed and delayed excuses open excuses and you know this thing is context session by session so once the session is passed they will just tell you there's nothing they can do to help you just have to chill to the next session so I I had to deal with the fact that Yes, I'm having an extra year in school just for one course. And it was more painful because I didn't feel the course. That's why it was more painful. So my HOD was always there to tell me, why do we see an extra year as a really bad thing? Apart from the fact that we don't get to go for NYSC at the time when we are supposed to do that. If you even utilize the time properly, you can you can use it to boost your CGPA, you don't know what what you get to come across at that time. But, you know, she's an academician and it's easy for her to say all of that. So I told her I had the challenge of putting it out to my parents. And I had the challenge of answering the old words that is watching and expecting you to post khaki pictures. Post pictures of you in khaki. So I had to um, deal with all of that. First of all, I was all up in my shell. That, I think that's like the second time I can say that I majorly had, I was I was majorly depressed because it was weakening, you know. 
it was quite weakening when you know that you have to suffer for something you did not cause for yourself. But I had I had a few friends, just a few friends. I had them, um, just like two or three of them, that was always telling me to forget about what people think should be happening in my life and focus on what is happening in my life because my life is actually mine. And one of them was there to to always remind me that I cannot set a standard for myself based on what other people are doing with themselves. So my my one of my older brothers as well told me that nobody should I should not allow anybody tell me this is what should be happening in my life simply because it's happening in someone else's life. He even got all serious. I was like, what if I go for I go camping and I don't return at that time? All of that stuff just to put me in shape and put me together. It was difficult to absorb those things, you know, because you, you know when you're going through stuff, you know you'll be fine, but you don't know when exactly you're going to be fine. Exactly. You know, yes, because there's, 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 there's sometimes that, that feeling that I know everything is going to turn out fine, but the process... The I tell process you, the process is weakening. It's, it's, quite, it's quite draining, you know. At times when I'll just be praying or I'll just be on my own thinking about stuff, and, and you know how Africans can be. My dad practically believes it's all my fault, even till now. And the man put it straight to me that, he put it straight to me that payment or everything is going to be on me. He's done. He has tried for me. And, you know, stuff like that. That's like the biggest thing in academics that could happen to a student, I think. So, but eventually I just told myself that I'm just going to watch out for my mental health and my physical health first. And I'll make sure nothing is tampering with them. And as far as I'm not hurting anybody as well, I'll just do life as it comes, knowing fully well that I'm not being lackadaisic, you know, in areas where I'm not supposed to be. So as far as I know that I'm doing the things I'm supposed to do, I just told myself that I'll just be fine for myself and just... Actually, the strength came from nowhere. I could say it came from below, like down, down below, but... I found it and I pushed. So I think that's like, like that's like the craziest thing that nobody would understand your perspective. Nobody would understand your view that has happened to me. The other ones that I could have mentioned, people, there are excuses that people had in their mind for those things. But this particular one, everyone believes you messed up while you were in school. You were, you, you played with stuff, and that's why you're where you are. So I think that's that's just worse. I just told myself that it's me. It's all about it's all about doing the right thing eventually in life. Time does not always have to put a pressure on us and all of that. So, all right, thank you, thank you so much, Alamide, uh, for for that. I really bet on on your on your <laughs> your example. Really, sometimes even when when I was um, during during my undergrad, I used to think that what if I what if I didn't graduate with my mates, you know. What would happen? How would I feel? I just always thought about it, but having someone now explain to me, I know, I know, I've had people who experienced that, but now this is somebody trying to say, okay, now this is this is what I went through. This is how I I went about it, and I really appreciate the fact that you also mentioned support system systems, mm-hmm. and you talked about the place of self. I think that is actually going to bring us to to touch slightly on resilience itself but we will get to that so my, my next question is what exactly is is adversity and basically I, I asked, I asked uh, this question because several times we become too stressed out and even judging from your examples we become too stressed out too stressed out uh, because of the things because of things that because things are not going the way we want them to and as humans we try to control things so that so much that if if these things do not go our way we become stressed out just like just from our example so what exactly or how can i define adversity if i see someone out there and i'm trying to just talk to the person about adversity what exactly is adversity damilola can we have you Um, I would I would not say that adversity has a a definite 
um, it doesn't have a, a particular definition or a definite definition. It depends on, you know, different, you know, situations. But if you want to talk about advers- adversity, we say, you know, it's um, when we talk about adversity, they are, you know, unpleasant and difficult situations or challenging situations. And usually they are things that, you know, when we talk about adversity, we are talking about something adverse, which means it's negative. And usually it would, have, it would negate our goals, our desires, you know, whatever whatever we want to do so that is what adversity does and it's something that at the end of the day depending on how we decide to um undo them it could either build us up or you know tear us down either either ways depending on how we um depending on how we handle the situation and usually in um adverse situations or in adversity that is when we usually know um, the type of persons that we are, what we are made up of, what we can do, what we can't do, what we can undo, what we can't undo. You know, there, there are some things that, you know, you just think back and you're like, ah, oh, so I could even go through this. Wow. At that point, you're just thinking back and saying, oh, I can do this. Such that even when something else comes, you are able to, you know, push and undo it. So basically, I think, and one more thing before I... There are things that they are unavoidable. They are part of life. As long as we are humans, as long as we are living, as long as we are on earth, we are definitely going to face adversity. So it's not a question of will I face adversity? That's not it. It's a question of when will I face it and how will I undo this? So when and how. Thank you so much. What's your take on adversity, uh, Olamide? Um, okay. Um, generally, we could just say it's it's um, like I don't know if this word is too strong. We say adversity is like a kind of misfortune that comes our way in different ramifications. You could you could face adversity in your education or academics, like we've both cited. It could be in your health. It could be physically. It could be mentally. And most times, this um, adversity could also be like a form of trouble that comes our way, depending on what area or how how it comes, you know. And most of the time, it comes naturally. Like she said, you don't choose or you don't tell yourself or you don't tell life that I'm not going to face any adversity. Like Damnola said, you don't, you don't get to choose whether you will face it or not. You only get to choose how you will handle it because... That's those, that that that's what determines if you are you're going to let it ruin you or you turn it to a lesson and you sharpen yourself up from it. It's um it's it's, it's it could be poverty. Poverty, for example, now is an adversity. And like I said, it's it's um it, most some of most times we don't choose the families we are born into. For example, you just you just find out that you're born into a family that cannot really cater for your needs. And once you don't have money in this life that we are in. <laughs> You tend to suffer lots of stuff. You suffer discrimination. You suffer most times if you're not careful. You have you have difficulties in your health if you cannot afford the things you're supposed to use to take care of yourself. If you don't feed well, too, you know those type of stuff like that. So poverty is like the like the best example for adversity for me because once there's no money, you suffer academically. You suffer health-wise. You even suffer mentally. You suffer. You suffer in all like all areas of life, so you don't. That's that's like what adversity is. It's like a form of hardship, which comes to people at different stages in life. So we just have to brace up and think of a good way to fix it. Okay, thank you so much for for that. So very quickly, I've had because personally, I've had to use in place of adversity. I've had to use stress. I've also had her people use it in place of use the word stress in place of adversity so now the 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 question is is adversity different from stress or are they linked together is there a a a, a linking part or are they totally uh, distinct stress and adversity that's for me eh? 
Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, adversity is not totally the same. I can. It's not the same with stress. The thing is, adversity stresses you. It 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 it, it is not stress. So to say, stress is. I think stress is, um, when you're exhausted from a particular thing. Yeah. I think that's what stress is. Stress is when you're, you've, you've been too, um, you've been, there's this, there's this word, you've been swallowed by having to go through something. I think that's what stress is and you're exhausted both mentally, physically and all of that. Adversity is not stress. Adversity stresses you. Adversity brings you into stress. It brings stress into your way. Adversity throws you into stress. Things that you're supposed to achieve with ease, when you don't achieve them with ease, then you are stressed fixing those things. Then that's like your own adversity. You get what I'm trying to say? So most times you could, at, at a certain stage in your life, you could, I, 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 I think you can be without adversity and you are stressed. That's why I think, because for example, let me, let me make a very practical example. If you live in Lagos State, and you you work in Lagos State, like you are the like nine to six or nine to five kind of worker in Lagos, or eight to five, eight to six kind of worker. And God bless you, you work on the island and you live on the mainland. You have to <laughs> you have to get to work at a certain time, and you want to get home on time so you could eat, rest, and freshen up for the next day. But Lagos traffic is always there to remind you that you are in Lagos, and the fact that you went through a lot during the day at work. So when you get home, you're automatically stressed. Even before you get home, you are stressed. But you have a job and you don't have to go through financial adversity. You have money, you have food. Money actually comes in per month, but you're automatically stressed because you have a job. Being jobless could be an adversity, but you have a job and your job is stressing. I don't know if you understand what I'm trying to say. I, I so I don't think I don't think adversity is stress. I think adversity stresses you. Thank you. What's your take, Damla? Um, okay, so yeah, just like she said, there are two distinct things. So adversity precedes stress. Adver- like she said, adversity stresses you. Stress is um, kind of a feeling of you know tension or physical tension or our body's reaction to uh, particular demands or challenges. So in situations where you have Let's say, for example, you have a deadline and then you are not able to meet up with the deadline. Then you'll be stressed, you'll be anxious, you'll be fidgeting and all of that because that is stress. That is your emotion, that's your physical response to stress, if you get what I'm trying to say. So adversity or challenges stress you. And stress need not be negative depending on the situation. There are some times that, um, you know, the our the um the the physical or the physiological uh, emotions or the physical emotions that the stress bring brings to us it makes us realize that oh i'm supposed to do this and then it pushes us to action we're able to do what we're able to do fast because we know oh, okay i need to meet up with this deadline but when it now becomes too long then that is when it now causes issues for the body and then it begins to affect us, you know, mentally, physically, and in all aspects. So that there are two distinct things: adversity and stress. Okay. Thank you. Okay, so now I, I see that I, I just I just like the the way it was defined that adversity stresses you. And you also said that adversity pre, did you say adversity precedes stress, if I'm not mistaken yeah okay thank you for yes precise stress thank you so i've i've had people you know i've about to speak with people about this this particular topic and um, i've had people say that adversity is not a destiny to accept but a lesson to learn from and so when when I, when I spoke with some people, I I got to know we we did say that um, in in the in the course of adversity, it could be I think one of you mentioned that it could be something that would ginger you or 
prepare you to take further actions if, if i'm not mistaken yes further actions and also someone did say that adversity is a combination of two words based off of just this understanding that it is it is it is a situation that you learn lessons from that it is um advanced it's it's a combination of two words advanced plus university and i'm like really how do we really <laughs> say that advanced plus university and that is what that adversity is and so because this person says that adversity is a place of learning it is a place for training for greatness and so it is not necessarily it does not necessarily have to weigh you down and leave you there just like damilola said when she tried the first time the second time but then there was still the place where you still had to keep forging you didn't need to let it weigh you down so i would like to ask what are the effects of adversity because i think one of you said that um adversity based off of the root word adverse has to do with negativity so are we saying that the effect of adversity cannot be positive what 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 exactly are the effects of adversity on your health on on or just just generally what exactly are the effects of adversity can we have you Angela? um okay so well trying to think about it when we talk about adversity what the word that comes to me is adverse and adverse means you know something negative of course adversity usually most of the time in fact every time is negative so but it doesn't mean that the outcome should be negative so the effects of adversity depends on so many factors I mean, not everybody goes through the same thing and comes out the same way. There are some people that, you know, just like the example that um, Olamide gave, she said, you know, um, she has to deal with having an extra year. There are some people that have had um, a story of someone who had an extra year and then committed suicide. Of course, she came out strong. I mean, she pushed herself and said, okay, you know, I can do this. We can, we can move on and all of that. But somebody else might not have had you know enough support or enough um you know enough in a in a push because she said something like you know the push came from within somebody might not have that and their coping strategy is to you know commit suicide because i believe that you know um doing that is actually a coping strategy why because they cannot cope with whatever situation um life has thrown at them so it depends on different situations for example now um your perception of that particular situation would affect you know what happens the outcome of that adversity so if i perceive that if i am perceiving this situation as something that oh you know damn you can't do this no damn you are not smart damn no 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 you can't you just cannot move on again just do something else then eventually i wouldn't do anything and I'll just accept fate and say, you know, graduate school is not for me. And I'll do something else. I probably, I don't know, go do something else. So, and, you know, as psychologists or psychologists in training, you know, the mind is actually very important when it comes to situations like this. I've seen situations where, um, um, somebody had issues in their relationship and then what they've been thinking about that relationship eventually affects their body such that you know it causes psychosomatic pain the pain when they do tests and they do you know all kind of tests they don't find anything wrong with you know the physiology but then Mm -hmm. it is with the mind so if we decide to think about something in a negative way it affects us and then eventually affects the outcome. And then we see other effects, you know, depression. We now see the outward effect, um, depression, anxiety, all those effects. It could even be, you know, medical conditions, hypertension. You know, you're at risk of, you know, different things if you perceive it negatively. So for somebody that um, is 
you know, moody and does not have enough support system and all of that, the person might not be able to cope and then it might not be a university for the person. It might just be, you know, it might not be a learning experience. It might just be, you know, leave this place. If do you, I hope, like, do you understand what I'm trying to yeah. say? <laughs> so there are different factors that would determine what exactly now comes out of the adversity that an individual face, faces. For somebody that, um, um, you know, is our personality, some personality too is an issue. There's a people that, you know, they're extroverts, you know, they easily meet with people, you know, there's something wrong with me and, you know, they are, they, they are easily, um, they can easily go to meet people, this is what is wrong, I am this, I am that. But for somebody that is an introvert, somebody that it takes time to process stuff, it might be difficult for the person eventually, you just hear that, ah, this gentle person or this person has committed, you know, this person has done this or this person has done that. You don't know because, you know, that's the person's personality. He or she could not open up. So it depends on different situations. Thank you, uh, Damiola. How about you, Olamide? Mm, okay. Um, in time, I learned that um, most of the things we go through have both their positive and their negative effects on us and the decisions we make after experiencing them, especially, especially in the case of adversity. Yeah? Um, when, when I was talking to my head of department then, she said she always told her children that whatever they go through in life they should not only be worried about you know first of all most of the things we go through in life yeah we put what people think first and that is what hurts us the most like let me let me make what i'm saying simple for example now i'm not even ready i don't like nyc camp way everybody talks about it like i see the stress i see people talk about i'm being practical right now i see people talk about the stress my friends that were there i said i used to tell me then that they wanted to be out they they don't like the time they wake up the things they go through the food they are given and all of that but because and on my own i am fine like i'm okay with my life because i'm in good health I have clothes to wear, like I'm feeding. I don't know if you get what I'm trying to say. But because I'm worried about when people start asking me, why have you not gone to camp? I'm worried about why have you not done your convocation? Your friend did a convocation and got married immediately after. What is happening to your life and all of that? I begin to think, I begin to overthink things. So my actually said to told our kids that first of all, put aside what people think. Now secondly, look at the good side of whatever happens to you. What life throws at you? There's, there's, um, there's something, I think there's a part of the Bible that says God will not allow you to go through things that you cannot actually handle. You know? There's, there's, there's a place of positivity in every adversity that we go through. You know, now, for example, when you go through stuff like that, then when I had to deal with depression and all of that, that was like the biggest thing that has happened to me that weakened me, weakened my mind, weakened everything about me, made me sad and all of that. Now, something of that gravity, if it happens to me again, I wouldn't be as sad as I was the first time. Why? Because I scaled through that other one and I automatically know that I have the strength and capability to undo this one. I think the positive effects of um, adversity, first of all, is it, um, it, it creates relatable people, relatable leaders, so to say. For example, if I eventually get to be in charge of students like in um, education counseling, for example, when you want to help people find what they want to study in school, what they want to do with their life after school and all of that. If I'm in a position where I eventually get to work with young people that are in school, the greatest issue that they could have or they can have is what I've had. All right. So when they come to me with, with issues like that or issues that are less, I tend to relate with what they are saying. And because I've been there, I give them more practical ways to cope. So adversity helps us to create relatable leaders. A person that has had to suffer, had to suffer um, difficulty in childbearing, for example, apart from the one that has the terrestrial 
factors in it. The person that has to suffer and <laughs> deal with difficulties, <laughs> difficulties in, in childbearing, if he or she comes across a young couple that is already scared after three months in marriage that they are not pregnant yet, she has the right words to say to them. She has the right exercises to give to them that will keep them busy while they wait for their own to come. I don't know if you get what I'm trying to say. And it also gives us yeah. this kind of emotional muscle. We get stronger, just like a person that, 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 that um, for example, we have some ladies that tell you that all men automatically cheat because they've been cheated on a couple of times. So now that kind of a lady, when she's married, finally, the man has to do more than cheating to break her heart. I don't know if you get what I'm trying to say. So it's it's imbued this emotional muscle. But the negative negative effect of adversity that I think we have is it um it helps people to have this dysfunctional cognition about themselves and about other people. Like they begin to most times when we go through stuff, we begin to see ourselves as not good enough. We begin to see ourselves as um this is this is not for me, this is not meant for me. This this is not my thing. I can never do well in this area of life. I can never, I can never. For example, there's this there's this um, stereotypical belief that we have that nobody has it all. Nobody has it all. You can't see a person that is rich, that is good looking, that has career and marriage going on well. The person might have health conditions, might have a terminal illness, or you can't see a person that has children that as good else the person might not be rich you know that kind of stereotype yeah so um adversity gives us this dysfunctional cognition about ourselves and other people when you are in need and you go to people that are also in need but not in the same area where you are in need and they cannot help you because they are channeling their resources to that area they are in need but because you see or you perceive that what you need they have it and they can't give it to you but you don't know that they are probably probably challenging it to help themselves in the area they are facing adversity then you begin to see them as this that that this that you get and then there's 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 a place of disruptive disruptiveness in our behavior when we've had to go through adversity in life we begin to do things irrationally some people they'll tell you that last last can you call this and that after this to let them just live life as it comes so adversity <laughs> as it comes so when adversity comes our way it's um it's it's it is left to us to decide if we're going to turn it to a lesson or a challenge how you handle it would help you to either shape it to a challenge or a problem so to say or a lesson so i think those are the effects of adversity okay thank you so much i like that uh you, you, yeah. can i add something to what she said yeah. Okay, I just want to talk about. Um, I just want to ask what she said about the positive um, effect of adversity. I think one major thing that adversity help, helps us to do is to, you know, it helps us grow. And when I mean grow, it helps us understand, you know, our limitations, our, our you know, vulnerabilities, our strengths, and you know, things mm-hmm. that you know we are able to handle in different situations. So that is one thing that I know that, you know, adversity, because she gave an example of how, you know, facing an adversity to help you help others going through that situation. So you're able to know, okay, this is how to do it. These are the things that you shouldn't do and all of that. So, you yeah. know. Yeah, so and, and that, that that as well brings me to, to, to this saying or this uh, conclusion that broken people healing broken world you know someone that has experienced something mm-hmm. else because now you have a understand the broken people healing broken world yeah and also Damilola talked about some talked about vulnerability but I think that would be something for some other time or some other episode because of vulnerability because sometimes people think that and I know you guys are, as psychologists you would really understand I, I think I'm saying it the right way that most times people think that vulnerability is something bad. Vulnerability is something to be done to win. It's something that should be set aside. But, but really, from my own understanding, the place of vulnerability itself is, is good. It makes you see some things. It makes you be you. That's, for me, I believe it's a place you are really yourself, the place of vulnerability. But we can always leave that to, to some other time. Thank you for for your explanations on different 
positive and negative effects of uh, adversity. And also, now we've talked about effects of adversity. Can we quickly run on um, how to overcome adversity? I know that at the incipient stage, we both you both talked about uh, support systems, talked about family, talked about friends. We talked about um, and we talked about this of being a support system as well. So how do I overcome adversity? Okay. Um, I think first of all, we um we there's this there's this thing that is that we are lagging behind in in this world today, or maybe as I say in this part of the world, because I see it differently out there. People and we handle stuff differently actually. Now I think the first thing we should we should absorb is the fact that we are not going to always have it smooth in any area of life. It's not like we are automatically we're automatically establishing that we're going to experience hardship. No. I'm not saying we're going to experience hardship. I'm just saying not everything is going to come easy. That's the place of working for things that would last. You know, you get to work for things that you value if you actually want it. If those things do not they do not speak value to you then you don't go for them what i'm just trying to say is be prepared know that this thing i have to work hard to get it if you're not working too hard glory to god it comes where you have to work hard is keeping it i don't know if you get what i mean if you do not work too hard to get it then you have to work hard to keep it you have to be prepared for whatever is going to come the good the bad the ugly the unknown, the known, and all of that. For example, you know, once you've experienced, well, they always say, we always say there's fear of the unknown. Once you've experienced the unknown, once the unknown becomes the known, then the unknown is forever gone. <laughs> and <laughs> every other thing that comes your way would not really move you, you know. So you be prepared, be positive, and be disciplined. Like I said earlier, I know that I am not hurting anybody and I am not being lackadaisic about my life. I am doing what I am supposed to do with the resources that I have. So I do I have no reason to be scared to be or let me say to be overwhelmed with fear for myself, thereby putting up my putting pressure on myself and and then I begin to fall into depression. I begin to overthink things. I begin to feel like I'm bad or I'm not good enough for anything. Be disciplined be focused you have to and then you have to find the lesson in your adversity you know you know sometimes there's this form of reality check that we get in life as a result of the places we find ourselves like if my sorry my examples are getting too much there's this lady there's this lady that i know she there's this lady that i know she's um she she's in a relationship with a very rich guy. The guy is a major source of income. In fact, she tells me that how can you be working? How can you be working? You have a business. You belong to a live band. This and that. How do you cope? You're working so hard, though. Me, I don't have strength for those things. This and that, that and this. Cause the guy pays for everything she does. The guy even pays people to come clean their house. The guy pays people sometimes to cook for them or they go out to eat. Now, she recently realized that the guy has tried to use her money on three occasions. She recently realized that the guy has, has had tons of bad plans for her. You're supposed to do the introduction really soon. The guy lost his mind as a result of him not being able to use her. And she had to abort the baby she had for him. And I realized she didn't even have one cowboy in her savings with all the monies that had, that had come away from him. That's like a reality check for her. Now, when she's talking to me now, she, she's she's always, she, I'm, I'm hearing stuff like, I want to start my food business. Before now, she wouldn't say such. Because she cooks, she cooks really well. She learns how to do a dressing. But she feels like it's pointless because everything that she's supposed to be getting from doing those stuff is automatically coming away. So now, through that thing that happened to her, that's like her own reality check. Now she talks about having starting a food business and all of that. I don't you get what I'm trying to say. So you have to find the lesson in your adversity. It, it is that adversity came some adversity can be self-infused. 
it could be acquired and it could come naturally. So if it is self-infused, you have to check if there's something you're not doing well and that's why it came. So you have to find the lesson and that will help you to overcome it because once you're doing that thing that you've not been doing, automatically you're on your way to overcoming that problem. You get what I'm trying to say? So you have to find the lesson, then sharpen yourself, get inspired. Inspiration will not work up to you. You have to find it. And don't let anybody tell you, don't let anybody tell you this. The, the most stupid things to people could be what will inspire you. To be what will inspire you. I look, I look at when I when I walk past, when I when I think about my life and I'm like, okay, I'm not having it all good. And I go out and I see people and I see little children that are not even wearing proper clothes. I have to wait for people to drop stuff before they feed. And I see the way they play and watch out for themselves. Then I just tell myself that that you're complaining. You better just keep it to yourself and get on with your life and all of that. So I tell you, when you see people that can't walk well, people that go to the hospitals, man, people that have been confined, you see the way they laugh, the way they do things. So like it helps. So another thing you can do to overcome adversity is elevate your peer group, elevate the people around you. My the friends that you keep, the people around you, the people you talk to, the people you listen to. Make sure make sure the people around you are people that are better than you are in all areas, in experience. In it doesn't mean you should overdo yourself because some people in bid to do that they overdo they out they they they, they do more than themselves thereby then they now begin to paint this big picture for themselves that puts them in another form of adversity when they're trying to attain what they shouldn't attain yet so elevate your peer group get a coach then don't give up your motivation is inside or is is not extrinsic it's intrinsic it has to come from within if you are waiting for there's nothing inspiring again in this our world now especially if you are living in nigeria if you are in nigeria and there is nothing inspiring again everything is built now and wired now to mess up your system. So when your own adversity that is inbuilt is there, there is the adversity that is capping your own adversity. So you have to inspire yourself, positive, then be prepared and just just focus. You'll just, be fine. I'll just you know, chip in a few things just to add to what Mulamdia um, said. I think one of the most important things that we need to do when it comes to adversity is to actually... Um, accept that it has happened. You know, people find it difficult to accept that, you know, you know, this thing has happened. My goal, my plan, everything I want to do has been disrupted. Like, people don't, like, people find it hard to accept. So when you find it hard to accept that, then you find it difficult to move on. So it's important that we accept that, okay, this has happened and this is how it has made me feel. But so how do I go from here? One of the issues that we know we have as humans is that we are too rigid. This is what I want. This is how it should go. And that Mm -hmm. is what I want. So once it doesn't go according to that plan, then we begin to worry. We begin to have so, so many issues. We don't think that, oh, of course it didn't go this way. Oh, but then it might go this way. It might go the other way and still turn out good. So that's like, one major thing we have to like accept it you know we should not be too rigid yeah you know we should be flexible with you know whatever happens and just like um, Olamide said about you know thinking positively like I I cannot overemphasize it of course it is not to undermine the issue that you are having or the problem that is going on nobody is saying you need to pay your, your children's school fees and then you're like, no, I'm going to go and sleep because, you know, I'm thinking positively. No, nobody's saying you should undermine it, but, you know, there's a way that you think about... <laughs> exactly. There's a way that you think about things that you know that, okay, um, I need to do this, but, okay, maybe, maybe, maybe I'll be able to do this better or something like that. I need to... Okay, maybe I... I'm trying to give an trying to give an example now um okay so i failed an exam i failed this exam okay so how would i how would i move on from this it doesn't mean that you know i'm not smart i could do better Mm -hmm. and you could even remind yourself of good things that have happened in your life before you know you can remind yourself that oh i passed this course i did this well why this so you think positively such that you are not adding more issues to the problem on ground. And there's something called um, self-fulfilling prophecy. 
in psychology such that your yes. your false the false um thoughts or the false um yeah the false thoughts that you already have now brings itself like it eventually happens happens but it is not because it is but it is not because maybe it wants to happen but because you have you already programmed your mind such that you are already behaving in that way and then eventually watch the bad thoughts that you now thought about the thing you thought about will now happen so yeah i think basically i that's what i'll just like to add to yeah, what Olandia said Thank you so much. Where you started from? Uh sometimes I I think to myself, how about as humans, we just stop thinking about how we want things to go and just let things play out the way it just has to play out. Because that's that that's like that's like part, part of the things that that stresses us. That's part of the things that affect us. I want I want this thing to go in in direction B. Whereas maybe nature or if, if whereas if it just goes direction C that's the best way just you know I'm just saying just sometimes we just let things go or flow in whatever way they it, it just it just wants to work out thank you so much guys thank you so much ladies for 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 your time thank you so much for helping us understand what adversity is helping us understand how we can overcome adversity helping us understand the various effects of adversity and so listeners thank you so much for listening and also i would like to say that adversity comes up in it it's it occurs in diverse areas it could be adversity in the workplace it could be adversity at home in your marriage in your relationship it could be in your romantic relationship it could be in uh, with, with your friends it, it just could be in any form and so like like one of the ladies said adversity is is about when and how it is not about is uh, am, am i going to escape it it is about when it would happen and how i can overcome it and so there, there, there's a quote from benjamin Disraeli is that says that there is no education like adversity. I take it again. There is no education like adversity. And now it depends on how you see adversity. How you see adversity determines whether you would uh, overcome them or they will overcome you, or whether they would overcome or overwhelm you. And I would like to leave us with this. It is with, with this. I would like us to always remember this: that it is the same fire that consumes wood that refines gold fire consumes wood and it is with the same fire that gold is refined thank you so much for listening to today's episode of metamorphosis with toby enjoy mm-hmm.